How many of you remember from last week the words that I quoted from a different preacher that were kind of jarring? He's talking about wanting to get what you deserve, and he says, if you want what you deserve, then what does he say? How dare you say that in church? I'm so offended right now. I was kidding. Um, well, the idea of that is that we don't deserve mercy. None of us deserves mercy, right? That the key to forgiving others is living in the context of divine mercy, recognizing that he's forgiven each of us a debt that we could not pay. And it helps us to be merciful to those who owe us a debt. See, the foundation of this is this realization and recognition that everything we have is a gift. We didn't decide to create ourselves. In fact, we don't need to exist. Yet he chose for each of us to exist. We didn't redeem ourselves when we fell from sin, when we choose to rebel against God. We didn't choose for us to be redeemed. He's chosen that. He loves us. In fact, everything we have in our life is a gift. And it's when we come to this realization of the giftedness of life, which often happens in evangelization, that our perspective changes. It doesn't just change about some things, it changes about everything. We go from being entitled and spoiled to a life of thanks, thankfulness and joy. And it's really this understanding of the giftedness of how we're called to give ourselves back to God that is at the heart of the Christian life. And this is really important. I've preached on this before, but gratitude really is at the heart of what it means to be a disciple. And it's not just because gratitude, living in gratitude, actually makes us happier. Study after study shows that people who are more grateful are happier than other people. But it's because that gratitude is the shape of our response to God's love for us. God pours himself out to us and gives us everything we have. And gratitude is the shape of our response back to him. God gives to us and we live our life in gratitude and praise of what he's given to us. That is really what it means to be a Christian. After all, think about what God has done for us in Christ. He has united himself with us. He's taken our shame, our brokenness, and death upon himself and gives us hope, gives us his love so that we can endure all the trials of this short life and live with him forever. This really is the good news of his love. And so as we grow in our discipleship, what begins to happen is we begin to imitate his love for, uh, I'm sorry, that gratefulness toward God and choosing to be his disciple. When we become his disciple, we do so primarily out of gratitude for what he's done for us. And as we grow in that discipleship, we begin to imitate that in all parts of our life. Yes, it's true that some people choose to follow God out of fear or out of mere obligation. And that is sometimes how people start out in their faith. But the reality is, as we grow in knowledge of who he is and what he's done for us, we begin to see this shape of gratitude living out in everything that we do. And this is why one of the things that I, it's really, uh, that I often say is that, that it's really important is that God doesn't want anything from you. He just wants you. He doesn't want anything from you. He just wants you. And when we recognize that, we recognize that all of the things he has given to us really is from him. That they actually belong to him. And so understanding discipleship as our offering our lives back to God in thanksgiving by loving him and loving our neighbor that understanding is at the foundation of the traditional concept of stewardship. To be stewards of what God gives to us. The U.S. bishops define stewardship as this. 
the grateful response of a Christian disciple who recognizes and receives God's gifts and share these gifts of, in love of God and neighbor. Recognizing and receiving God's gifts and, and sharing these gifts in love of God and love of neighbor. And so as stewards, God is entrusting to us his things, right? He entrusts to us his gifts, and then we give them away in gratitude and thanksgiving. Most of us know that stewardship is kind of rooted in that parable that Jesus tells about the talents, right? This king goes away and he trusts his talents to three people. They each receive three different measures of, of talents, right? One, five, one, three, and one of them receives one. And we recognize here in the, in the parable, it's not just about a talent, meaning a, a, a unit of currency. It actually refers to gifts in general. It refers to what is entrusted to them in general, right? And we see what happens. He is in, expecting them to invest their talents, to multiply their talents. Because on his return, he's going to give an account of how they, they handled their stewardship. Well, the same is for us. We know that each of us have been given a different amount of gifts. Our, the gifts that each of us has is variable, right? But he asks us and he is, in, he is expecting us and trusting us to invest those talents into the lives of others in this world. Because at the end, there's going to be an account of how we've, we've managed the stewardship that he's entrusted to us. So we recognize as Christians that the kind of the summation of this is time, talent, and treasure. That, that God is expecting us to, to use the gifts that we have received as a way of loving him and loving our neighbor. The paradox is, and I've, I've often repeated this as well, when we put any of those things above God, we become very insecure and anxious about them. Anytime we put our time, our talent, and our treasure above God, we become very insecure about those very things. And then we begin to project onto God the insecurity that we have, and we become suspicious of him, not trusting in him. But when we receive everything as a gift, we not only can enjoy the things that he gives to us more, but we begin to be thankful and praising of God. So because we're called as disciples to live as good stewards of God has entrusted to us, I just want to briefly, this week and next week, go over what it means to be stewards of time, talent, and treasure, that which God has given to us. So our figures, first to begin with time. There are only 24 hours in a day. There are only 1,440 minutes in a day, 84,000 seconds in a day. And there's nothing that any of us can do to extend the time of the day no matter how much coffee you drink. There's only so much time. Time is precious. The question is, do we understand our time as a gift? Do we understand it as God giving to us this time to steward, to do what he wants us to do with it, to be responsible with the time? Or do we take it for granted? So how are we investing our time in others? And I, I know that this is difficult because today it seems like everyone is busy. I mean, I think all of us can say that we're busy. I don't know very many people who say that, you know, I got plenty of time in my hands. No, we're always running out of it. And at the same time, we have to also recognize that many of us are pretty good at wasting time, right? I mean, just think about these statistics. The average person spends two hours and 27 minutes on social media every day. This is just social media, two hours and 27 minutes on social media. At the same time, the average person also spends three hours and 21 minutes watching TV, and that is streaming or just on TV. So together, that's a lot of time that we're spending on media. 
Now I'm aware that some of this is legitimate recreation, legitimate rest and enjoyment. And there's nothing wrong with that. And some of this actually might be what we need to do for work. Some of us have to work online and social media. But we need to be honest with ourselves. How much of this is time wasted? How much of this is us kind of falling into doom scrolling, Instagram or, or YouTube? People are like, what's doom scrolling? Well, you start to scroll up and you just can't stop. You get swallowed up into the, the algorithm, right? But how much of it really is taking us away from tending to our relationship with God, our relationship with others, our family, our spouses, and even doing the responsibilities that God has entrusted to us? You see, the truth is, is that we need to have recreation and rest. We need to have a healthy sense of recreation and, and rest to live an integrated life. And there are, are some who maybe struggle with they, them loving their work so much or maybe even being addicted to their work that, that, that taking care of themselves and resting, which is a commandment of God, by the way, to rest, can actually be very difficult for them. I think I'm one of them. I love everything I do. And yet at the same time, there are other people who actually avoid what God wants them to do. They're avoiding the work that God is calling them to do. And so they, they take too much time in recreation and rest. They have their hobbies and the things that they do kind of trump their relationships. It trumps their work. And so they struggle with one. But the other, there are other people who recognize that time is a gift from God. It's meant for love. And they manage their time well. They take care of themselves. Right? And they use their time to love and to serve other people. And so... One of the things that I, I recognize is, and I'm always struck by is the time that the, that the saints had. The saints recognized that their time was a gift and they spend a lot of time in prayer because they realize that prayer is never a waste of time. Because developing the relationship with God, they begin to see everything differently and then they, they, from that prayer where they receive his love, they're capable of doing tremendous things. And the saints in many ways could be understood as the most fruitful of all Christian disciples. It's interesting is, is, is that if we, as we consider our time to ask ourselves this question, have we ever prayed with our calendar? Have you ever looked over our week and said, Lord, how are you asking me to spend my time, to invest my time, to be a steward of my time? What are you asking me to do that I'm not doing? And what am I doing that you never asked me to do? Right? To be a steward of time is to ask those kinds of questions as you look at your calendar. I also think another question is, Lord, how are you asking me to love with my time? So that's time. Number two is talent. All the gifts and talents and abilities that we have are gifts from God. And the question is, do we see them as such? Or do we begin to take credit for them as they produce good fruit in our life? This is really important because I think a lot of times the temptation for people who are successful, right? People who have maybe good looks or people who have all this worldly success, the temptation is for them to believe that it's really because of them. They begin to take credit for what is happening in their life. And as a result, they have a very difficult time with pride. They take credit for what God has given to them. If you ask yourselves the questions, if someone's successful in life, who gave you that intelligence? Who gave you the family upbringing that had the values that gave you the discipline? What kinds of people were sent into your life that you did not earn? See, everything we have in our gifts and our talents are from God. St. Paul puts it this way, and I love it when he says this. He says to the Corinthians, what do you possess that you haven't received? 
I mean, think about that. What do we possess that we haven't received? I'm not saying that we don't have cooperation with grace that God gives to us, but what do we really possess that we haven't received? And he says, why then, he says, why do you boast as if you haven't received it? So what are the natural gifts, the the abilities and strengths, and even the supernatural gifts that God has given to you? Because if we can be aware of what we've received, then we can position ourselves to be good stewards of them in serving other people using them. And this is really important. One of the, uh, kind of a, as a side note, one of the key parts of the vision that I have for this parish is that each of us would know the gifts and talents and the charisms that God has given to us so that we can use them, so that we can be fulfilled. When we use our gifts, we are most fulfilled. And it's why we have called and gifted and these different opportunities to learn about our gifts. But the question then becomes, how are we using them? I think one of the motivations for um, using our gifts uh, and for others is really making Jesus known, of really helping and being a part of serving other people, of bringing people into the church. This is actually a fundamental understanding of, of service. And so one of the times, well, sometimes when people retire, they say, you know what, Father, I'm, I'm, I'm retiring and I can't wait to give back. It's a really beautiful thing. It's like actually at the heart of, of, of stewardship is to recognize I've been given so much, I want to give back. If there's someone who wants to retire and they don't want to give back, my encouragement is don't retire because you're going to be miserable. Like it's going to be difficult for you because we're made for love, right? And so uh, at the parish, we have so many ministries and so many volunteers and leaders pouring into the parish. They're serving people. They're being involved in the different efforts of making Jesus known. And it's making a tremendous difference. Now, I know that not everyone has the time, you know, uh, to, to get involved in the parish because they're taking care of their family and they're loving in their workplaces and different states of life. But the fact is, is that we could do more if people were, if, if more were engaged. There's a lot of really good things happening. And so actually this weekend, we have at all of the entrances, we have little um, booklets of our ministries. It's, a, the, it's an updated list of the ministries that we have, which is a little description of them. And so I mean, if you're not involved and, and you want to be involved, you want this as a part of your stewardship, I want to encourage you to pick one of those up and try to get involved in the parish. Regardless, my brothers and sisters, everything we have is a gift. And God is looking for us to be good stewards of our time our talent and our treasure. As we recognize that the the response of the Christian life of thanksgiving is the shape of the Christian life, then I think that we can truly begin to love God even more than than we recognize that we were doing before. Next week, I'm gonna talk a little bit about how we as as, uh, Christians can be good stewards of our treasure to recognizing that God is the gift of all, he is the source of our resources. And from that, as we live out of stewardship with our finances, we not only will have the peace of knowing that God provides for us, but we will see God use our treasure in fruitful ways in the kingdom of God.